An event often described as interstate rivalry. Or is it simply one where brothers become enemies three times? Bleed Blue, the New South Wales State of Origin podcast. G'day everyone, welcome back to the Bleed Blue podcast. I'm your host, Ralph Tucker. Each week we'll chat everything State of Origin related with Blues legend and a man who represented New South Wales on 17 occasions between 1984 and 1991, Steve Blocker-Roach. Hey, Blocker. Good evening to you, Ralphie. There is no such thing as a dead rubber for New South Wales. I would like to put that forward straight away. I like the way that you're thinking. How is everything up there in wonderful Coffs Harbour? Mate, there's always a little bit of drama, isn't there? Um, unfortunately for Adam Reynolds, who played in the weekend against North Queensland up there in Kansas, succumbed to a neck and shoulder problem. So Matt Moylan has been brought back into the side. Uh, I've got to say I was a little bit uh, surprised with that. I'm always one for replacing halfbacks with halfbacks or front rowers with front rowers if there's an injury. Uh, but it doesn't look like um, Laurie's going to go that way. I would have made the phone call myself uh, privately, in you know, a personal matter for myself. I would have, I would have probably rang uh, Mitchell Pearce and said, "Mate, um, listen, there's a little game of Origin on next week. Would you, uh, would you like to participate?" Yes. Well, Laurie's since come out this afternoon and said he didn't want to place Mitchell under that kind of pressure. You know, Mitch, better than most people. Would he be up for that kind of challenge, given the fact that, well, like we had said. It is a dead rubber, but you said there yeah. is no such thing as a dead rubber. But there, there isn't the same amount of pressure as if the series was on the line. Yeah, mate, I, I've got to say, you know, I, I don't buy into all that sort of stuff. Are you ready to play? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? And the pressure and all that sort of stuff. Mate, I'm a footy player. That's what I do. I play. Now, uh, I would have thought, I would have thought if they'd have rang Mitchell and, and went through uh, the scenario. And, mate, he's the best half-back that we've got, obviously. Um, and, and you're a footy player, mate. You want to play footy, and you know I, I would have thought that you know he would have been able to be talked around and, and talked into it. Mate, that's what you do. You play footy, mate. Let me play. The biggest games, there's the three biggest games of the year, apart from the grand final. Uh, and I would, I would imagine, if you're a footy player, you'd want to play in those games. Now, what does it mean for the makeup of the side? Obviously, you would think that James Maloney goes to halfback and. Well, it, it's a toss-up now between Jack Bird and Moylan coming in, but Moylan hasn't played any, hardly any games at, at 5-8 for Penrith. So you would think Jack Bird, with his experience and his Cronulla combination with Maloney, even though he's been playing in the centres this year, would come into the, the side at 5-8. Ralphie, I think you're right on the money there. I think that's probably all they can do. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Bird plays, if Maloney plays halfback, Bird plays 5-8. I've got to say that Maloney's probably doing our best player in the first two games. So uh, I think he's well on his way to win the Brad Fittler medal, which is the best player in state of origin for New South Wales. Um, mate, the other thing you could do too, if you're going to bring Moylan on into 5-8, if you want to change Teddy out of fullback now that you picked him there, uh, is move Bird into lock forward. Maybe you might be able to reshuffle your pack a little bit if you want the three of those guys on the field at the same time. I guess when you're talking about, you know, reshuffles and this and that, it just looks like we don't have a clue. Uh, well, I think, I think you've got a plan. There's, there's no doubt about that. And I'll sit down whether it works or not. I mean, you know, we, we could come out geniuses uh, after Wednesday night. If we come and, and put a score on Queensland and we've got all these new young faces in, in the side, um, you know, people will be applauding. I, I just, I just, uh, I, I'd just like to make a call out to everyone to get out there and watch New South Wales play, you know. They're talking about, you know, dead rubbers and all that sort of stuff. But mate, we, we've got to support our team through thick and thin. I know it's been pretty thin over the last, 
or fair few years now. But, you know, if you're going to support your team, you've got to support them. Yeah, 100%. The other changes that were made for this Game 3 at ANZ Stadium next Wednesday night, uh, as you said there, James Tedesco coming in there at fullback, Josh Dugan returning to the side, and, of course, Wade Graham, who missed out on Origin 2 due to suspension. Uh, Dylan Walker and Greg Bird, those, the guys to to make way. What did you make of those particular selections? Oh, we had to make some changes, mate. If you do the same thing all the time, that's the first sign of madness, isn't it? Oh, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully looking at the, at the training session so far this week, and we're going to play a little bit different too, you know. Um, and I've said it before, we've picked the biggest pack in, in, uh, in New South Wales history. You've got to play big, you know. So, um, you know, the interesting thing for me is, is to see how we're going to play and, um, you know, hopefully the shackles are off or the, the players don't feel the pressure and go out there and, and make it a spectacle, make, make it a team of all these young blacks that New South Wales will want to go out and watch. Wade Graham, you like him as a player. As we said, he was a little unlucky to miss out making his debut in the last game. Uh, what does he bring to the table? I think his toughness, mate. I, I think, uh, I, I think you know, we, we've lacked someone to hunt down uh, Queensland halves. We know how good they are. Since, you know, since uh, Scott hasn't played uh, in this series, we need to put pressure on those guys. You know, there's been a, a lot of times in the series now that I've seen the free-range kicking game of Queensland where they've had no pressure put on them. I think, I think he brings that uh, that bit of mongrel that we need. And, and the chase down their arms, I think you'll, you'll find that that will be one of his roles. Uh, I think he's a powerful player. He can, he can offload the football. He can maybe he can, he can play whatever style you want to play. He's a, a typical Sharks player now. Then we watch uh, the Sharks week in and week out. Uh, if you want to get down the gutter, they'll get down and wrestle with you. But if you, if you want to play a bit of footy, they can do that too. So um, I'm expecting big things. You know, this is an exciting time for him. You know, it would have been a great letdown of the of game two when he when he uh, when he missed out. Uh, now he's got his opportunity. I think uh, I think it'll be I think it'll be good. Josh Dugan, we know what we get from him. Uh, how will he mark up against Inglis? Do you think? Mate, uh, well, mate, I've seen many men try to handle Greg Inglis. Uh, I thought I thought Inglis was good in the second game. Um, you, you can tell when he gets an early touch that he, he wants to get himself involved in the game. I don't think he's a hundred percent, but Inglis. But um, look, Dugan's a powerful runner, mate. No doubt about that. Uh, defensively, you know, you've got to get up and, and put some pressure on uh, put put some pressure on Greg Inglis. I, I think that'll be the tactic. Um, and, and interesting to see how he does go, mate. He's been out of it for a while now. He's missed the first two games, playing, I think, out of position. Like he's a fullback, but Tedesco's playing too good to put him in there. So uh, it's obviously going in the games and picking your best 17, and, and Dugan's in there now. Tedesco just looks like one of those blokes that could be an origin player for the next eight, ten years, provided he keeps himself fit. Unbelievable, mate. Unbelievable. And he's had his battles with injuries early on in his career. He's 95 kilos. It shocked me when I saw how big he is. I know him, and I've seen him a lot at the Tigers, but, you know, when they when they weighed in the other day, I'm thinking, wow, mate, this bloke. And, and he can run he can run as quick forward as he can sideways. He can turn on a two-cent split piece. I watched him today in the uh, in the contact and, and the and the bit of a scrimmage that we did. I think, he got, I think he got half a dozen training tries, which probably don't count, but, mate, you can see that he can get himself into space. Does it amaze you these days how big the players are? Given players of yesteryear, you know, some fullbacks and wingers might have been seventy-five kilos, ringing wet. So they're all powerful, strongly built athletes now, aren't they? Oh, hundred percent, mate. You know, you, you probably don't get a game if you if you're under you know, ninety kilos, mate. You struggle to get a <laughs> you struggle to get a game. I mean, it, it used to be the the, the, the thing when 
when I was playing back in the day, that when someone called winger in, I'd be rubbing my hands together until Eric Grace came along. <laughs> and he, he used to just run over the top of people. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's evolution of the game, no doubt about that. Mate. They're, they're great, great athletes. I'd just, I'd just like to see us play with a bit more mongrel, you know. I'd, I'd love, I'd love to talk to them and say, mate, we've got to come up with a bit of blood on their jumper. I don't, I don't really care if it's ours or theirs. But anyway, I'd like to see a bit of that, you know. Going down that path, I know that you personally would be feeling for Greg Bird because he's been one of your your favourites over the years, hasn't he? Oh, 100 percent, mate. You know, you could never ever uh, underestimate the, the contribution by Greg Bird to a New South Wales side, along with Paul Gallant, mate. They they do be the heart and the soul. Every week or every time they play, uh, played for their state, mate, they put their bodies on the line. And, mate, they try and hurt you. They try and hurt the opposition. And, uh, you know, I've, I've got to say that because of the changing of the guard, it might have been time for him to move on. I think he played about 19 Oregon. So, mate, you're not a slouch if you can play that many games. And, uh, you know, I, I feel for him. And, mate, he was obviously upset when Laurie uh, gave him the news and told him that, he wouldn't be selected in the side. But, um, you know, things change, mate. It happens to everyone. Eventually, in this game and in sport, whatever you're doing, you, mate, you eventually get the tap on the shoulder. And, and Greg's been great, but, um, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, he he, uh, he won't be involved in the game three. Bryce Cartwright, what are your thoughts on him? Was he unlucky not to be brought into the, the squad at, at some stage throughout this series? I think he's unlucky, yeah. We've got a lot of good back rowers back too, mate, you know. So, um, you know, he's going to have to force his way in. Look, I've got to say, I watched him do the wrestling with the uh, with the forward pack the other week. And, mate, when I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, you know, he's one more off-season off being, you know, physically strong enough to handle this type of footy. Look, I've got no doubt that he can come out and play well. Uh, but, mate, you've got to be, you've got to be you know, physically ready to do it. And, um, you know, I want to see him come in there and I want to see him be a long-term player. You know, I don't want to see him in and out and people say, oh, well, you know, he doesn't suit the style of state of origin. I want to see him come in and, you know, be there for a long, long period of time. You'd hate for him to get thrown in at the deep end and be, be scarred for three or four years after perhaps not putting in a strong performance. You're 100% right, Ralphie. Um, yeah, mate, you, you, you know, you, you get your opportunity. You want, you want to be ready, mate. There's no use, there's no use you know, getting your opportunity and thinking that you aren't ready for it. That's the big thing. Um, so, um, you know, I, I hope when he does get his chance, and he will get his chance. I mean, I would be very surprised if he wasn't disappointed about not being at this side. But, you know, when he gets his chance, let's hope that, um, you know, we'll be talking talking about him for a long time. The Travojevic brothers, they've been added to the squad as development players from, from Manly. They really look like decent prospects, don't they? Oh, they're good players, mate. No doubt about that. Um, you know, they mate, they're powerful, they're strong, they're they're ready to go with you know, we got we got a fair bit of depth, mate, you know. We just gotta we just gotta see how the uh you know, the Thurstons and the Cronks and the and the Smith and all those sort of guys see those guys out and then we'll see a real contest come state of origin. Queensland, Nate Miles returns, Gavin Cooper gets his chance at origin level. They really don't lose much there, do they? No, they don't. And you know, Gavin Cooper is a, a brilliant running forward off uh off first. I mean, he scored a lot of tries off him, mate, and he knows how to read his play and all that sort of stuff. So we'll have to be on our toes, you know, trying to contain that. But as I said, you know, I don't really think in the series that we've gone out with hunted uh, their uh, their harms. I'm, I'm just waiting to see that from our team. I want to I want to be on the edge of my seat watching those two guys get hunted down. So um, you know, it'll be interesting, and I'm sure that um, you know it'll be in the back of the mind of the players. We're playing at home. We let the first game slip. Uh, let's hope uh, New South Wales can win the game three.
As we mentioned before, you're up there in Kofsin camp with the, the boys. What's the, what's the mood? What's the chat like between the players uh, in the lead up to this game? Pretty quiet, mate. I can tell. I can tell by everyone that it's uh, the mood of the whole joint is, um, you know, it's a dead rubber, uh, and, and we all know that. Uh, and obviously, you know, you, you, you've got to. That's why a couple of the young boys coming in the team can lift that spirits and, and lift the way that you know everyone prepares themselves to play in this game. So, mate, it'll build up. Uh, it's always pretty quiet early in the week. They do the build up. They get back down to Sydney on Monday, and they know. Uh, it's nearing game time and get your game head on and away we go. And how much of this game will actually open up given the fact that the series, as I said before, isn't on the line? So we should see a really expansive and, and fast sort of game of football in Sydney this time around compared to, to last time and when it was a real sort of dour, drag them out struggle. Mate, I hope that's the plan. You know, in New South Wales, they win all their fans back and for people who want to come and watch them play. They've got to play a brand of football where they throw caution to the wind. Um, I'd be very surprised if that wasn't in the game plan. I, I think that they've got to put pressure on Queensland through, you know, through moving the ball around and trying to, you know, trying to play well for that full 80 minutes and, and, and open the game up. And you know, I think that's what we'll see next Wednesday night. This game obviously is its own entity, as we've mentioned. But how much of it is planning ahead for next year? I'd say, uh, I'd say, be in the back of everyone's mind, they've got to. You know, see and give everyone an opportunity. You know, people were talking about Laurie Daly changing his team. There's been 11 players from game one last year, new players, put into this, this state of origin side. So we've got a crop of young players ready to play. Uh, it's getting them ready and getting them to understand what origin's all about. And, you know, hopefully we can see these guys for a long period of time. It's the last game at origin level for Paul Gallen. Um, he's been a, a loyal, loyal servant for the Blues over many years. It'd be nice if the fans could turn out in, in big numbers just to give him that lift that he needs on his, in his final origin appearance. Oh, mate, a tough man. He's been a warrior for New South Wales, mate. I, I don't think, I, you know, I, I don't think I've ever seen a player um, give 100% to New South Wales every time that he plays the game. Uh, and that's Paul Gallant. I mean, you know, you always, when, you, when you're nearing the end of your career and thinking about, you know, what you're going to do after, you, you're always going to be thinking about you know, what did people actually think about me as a player? What do they think about uh, when they talk about, you know, me as a player? And I think, you know, when, when we talk about Paul Gallon in the future, mate, one heck of a competitor, uh, you know, a bloke that rolled his sleeves up and played, you know, virtually the same way every week. He's a, he's a tough man. He's a warrior, mate. He deserves that tag. Now, what do you want to see from the Blues next Wednesday night? I mean, I just want, I, I want to see us to go out there and, and, and hunt them down. I want to see us put some more pressure on. And I, I want to see us, you know, moving the football around and scoring points, you know, and break the shackles. I, I don't want us to play nervous. I don't want us to play, you know, come from behind sort of football. And I want us to go out and, and you know, make Queensland have excuses after the game where they say, oh, you know, it was a dead rubber. And, you know, we, you know, we didn't play our best tonight, you know, because, you know, our minds weren't... I, I, want, to, I want to hear all those lame excuses after the game when New South Wales win. Thanks for that, Blocker. Really appreciate it. Love your thoughts as always. Make sure you behave yourself in camp up there at Coffs Harbour and we'll chat again next week on the eve of Game 3 at ANZ Stadium. I am counting the seconds. Thank you very much. There he is, Steve Blocker-Roach. And if you enjoyed today's Bleed Blue podcast with Blocker, tell your mate, share a link on social media, check us out on Facebook and Twitter by searching for Bleed Blue. You can also download and subscribe in iTunes and please leave a rating or review so more Blues fans can jump aboard the bandwagon. 
Until next time, I'm Ralph Tucker, and you've been listening to the Bleed Blue Podcast. Don't forget, Blues fans, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And for all the latest State of Origin news, head to nswrl.com.au. Up the Blues.